Yes, Talking Travel is the name of the game. And for one more week, just one more week only, Barry Warwick is here covering for Sally Lucas. Barry, good afternoon to you. Let's just do something nice today. You want to do some cruise ship travelling? Yeah, look, out of Australia, there's um, a huge number of ships that are operating. And I thought we might talk about the just the little differences in the ships and what they offer and what clientele they appeal to. Barry, cruise ships are where you want to head today and I'm actually amazed at the amount of cruise ship companies that actually flow through Australian waters. So the the number of ships is mind-boggling is the number of companies anyway. That's right, Mark. Look, I just did a quick count and I'm not sure that I got all of them, but there's something like 13 different companies operating um, out of Sydney. Uh, in the December, January period. That's so. amazing. I would have thought three or four, five maybe, but 13, and then you've got all the ships, different ships that they, they offer. That's right. Uh, it's, it is mind-boggling, and it, it's how to choose a ship that suits your needs or what gives you what you really want out of cruising. All right, so it is a bit of horses for courses here. Um, how do you go about making that decision? I know it's not just the first boat, we'll just kill I'd latch on here, but how do you go about deciding which cruise ship might be best for you in your holiday? With my clients, I always um, check what's important to them. You know, are they a family? And if they're a family, then they would choose something like Pano or Carnival, which caters more to children. Um, if they're a retired couple, uh, then I might look at someone like Holland America um, or Princess. If there's a combination, because sometimes people want to travel with uh, an extended family. So you've got grandparents, parents and children. So you've got three different segments there to cover. Um, And then I'd probably look at someone like Royal Caribbean to do that one. Is that a little bit harder when you actually got people wanting to cover a whole lot of people and different needs or are there just some types of cruise companies that say, yeah, we've got it all here? Well, there are cruise companies that have got it all here. And as I said, Royal Caribbean, for example, have um, the kids' clubs. Um, they have the tiny tots. They have something for the teenagers. Um, then they go into wall climbing for middle-age group. And they have the entertainment for the older age group. But it's an, it is a really nice family holiday. And look, you could do that with Carnival and P&O as well. They're family ships, so you could take the whole lot on them. They're geared really more towards, well, in my opinion, towards families. So Everything from uh, babies to bingo, huh? Everything from babies <laughs> to bingo, exactly. You can use that when you go back this afternoon. <laughs> I will, yes. <laughs> the size of the cruise ship uh, will have a bearing on what people are looking for. For example, Ovation of the Seas carries 4,000 passengers where a lot of other vessels uh, or the majority of vessels that cruise range between 1,500 and 3,000 people on the ship, which is still pretty big. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sometimes are there there people that prefer a smaller ship because it might seem, I know this might seem odd because they're all big, but somewhat more cosy? Yes. So some people want the smaller ships that call into to smaller ports. So you've got uh, cruise ships that, you know, do the Kimberley, for example, uh, where they've got to get in closer to the coastline, might only take 200 passengers. There are even cruise ships that, that take as little as 12. So it's it's a big 
range uh, that people have to choose from and getting the right one uh, is really important because if you put a young, you know, teenager on a cruise ship that is mainly older... So the retirees market, for argument's sake. Yeah, then they're not going to really have a really good time, are they? No, and, and I also suspect that if you're on one of those those uh, liners that actually take 12 or 14 or so, you really want to hope that the people around you, you get along with. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It only takes one apple to spoil the bunch, but usually... Oh, I don't like the people in cabin three, but there's only six cabins on the whole thing. <laughs> that's it. Well, yes, it can lead to disappointment, but those are more intimate and some of those cruises allow people to go up onto the bridge and so it's a whole different experience to you know being able to see a Hollywood show every night. And Barry having a look at cruising today we've looked at some of the ships in general but once you've kind of figured it out or you think you've figured it out you also have to look at some of the inclusions and what's in and what's out so is this an area where people if they don't really think this through with their travel agent, they can come a little bit unstuck? It, it can lead to disappointment. You know, someone might go on a cruise thinking, yes, it's all inclusive and yes, the meals are all included, entertainment is, is included. However, um, the shore excursions on most cruise companies aren't included. So they can add up to a fair amount of money or the drinks. Uh, the days have gone when drinks on cruise ships were really cheap and now you can get drink packages and sometimes the drink packages are not only for alcohol but for just soft drinks as well. Oh, wow. So you really need to have a bit of a think on, in, in terms of being hydrated, what that actually means to you. Because the last thing you want to do, I guess, is go on there and thinking, oh, I'm not going to have a lot, but then you really want to indulge and then find that the cost starts to add up. That's right. And, you know, by the time you pay, a, you know, a few shore excursions and um, the drinks package, uh, you know, drinks packages, depending on the ship, range from $56 upwards. And um, some of them have... Is this per day or per... This is per day. Okay. And so um, some of them have a limit on drinks. Some of them have a premium drink package as opposed to a normal drink package. So, uh, again, it's something that you should take into consideration. So what can the differences be between some of those packages? I know it'll all vary, but generally speaking, what what can some of the top and bottom look like? You know, you, you could look at something like... on top of, you know, between the base and the more expensive, depending on the cruise ship. So, Mm. and again, not only got to take into consideration that you might be drinking, but your partner might be a non-drinker. And in some cases, both people in that cabin have to take the drink package. Oh, that's a little sly, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) Another tricky little thing, yeah. Now there are having, other. Having said that, Barry, I mean, if, if that could also work in your favour, because I mean, if if you're a, if you're a big drinker and the other person's not, I mean, you could have their their allotment too. Well, you can, and, and that's what <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it's designed to stop people, you know, buying one drink package and then sharing it with their partner. So there's a few rules and regulations around it, mm. um, but there are other cruise companies that include all the drinks, and um, I can remember many years ago I went on Regent and. Um, Um, That just changed from buying your own drinks to including all the drinks and um, it was pretty much what you wanted or there were a premium drink package. Interestingly, the actual alcohol consumption dropped on the ships when they introduced the, when people could 
drink whenever they wanted. Isn't that fascinating? I think maybe because when you've got the package, you feel you can see that extra on your bill. I've paid the 60 or whatever dollars yep. to have it, so I, I have to make sure I get my $50, $60 worth oh. as opposed to it's just, well, I can have what yeah. I want. I'll just be a normal person. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and and I'm sure that that's the way it worked. And, look, other things that are you, you might pay for is, um, you know, coffees, premium coffees on some cruise companies, some you don't. Oh, wow, that's a little um, la-di-da, isn't it? Yeah, so if, <laughs> if you want the... Ordinary coffee, that's fine, but if you want cappuccinos or lattes or whatever, that's a that's another cost that you'll go. And while there's lots of food on a ship, you can still purchase other food. And I'm not sure how people could actually fit it in, but you know, it, it is. Have you available. been to an all-you-can-eat restaurant, Barry? Have you seen the things <laughs> that go on there? <laughs> no, I haven't been there for a while. There there are companies which are more expensive that um, do include. You shore excursions, they include all your alcohol. Even on the ships, there's fine dining restaurants, you know, so you might have the ordinary restaurants. You pay on some cruise ships a little bit extra to go to the steakhouse or the Italian or uh, Asian. There are some cruise ships that that's all included. So you can actually have that intimate dining experience of a restaurant as opposed to the huge seating of the a normal cruise ship. Well, either way, I've, I have to have a package that gets me to the steakhouse and the Italian restaurant. So, so that is an absolute <laughs> must. That's it. And if the cruise ship doesn't have those options, I'll be looking at a different boat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, Barry, there, there might be a few other bits and pieces, but essentially the drinks, the, the packages to the, the offshore excursions and the food, they're the main ones that people can come unstuck on? I think so, yeah. And not pick choosing the right ship for... Of course. For, ..for you, you know. Cunard, for example, you have to dress every night in a jacket and some people like that feeling well, now of... now we are very lardy aren't we? ..of dressing. <laughs> um, and you're not you're even allowed entrance to the restaurant in le- unless you have the coat. But some people like that nice mm. feeling. Other people like that smart casual where you don't really have to dress, you just have to look nice. And I suppose it comes back to, to where we started, so I nice full circle moment here, Barry, is that if you are someone that likes the look of a fine dining, I'm going in my, my jacket and my tie and all of that, you're probably going to choose a vessel that that is very prominent as opposed to somewhere where you can just turn up in the, the T-shirt and the thongs. Exactly. Because you'd look out of place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wrapping up, we're talking travel. Our travel guide, Barry Warwick, who has been doing a great job sitting in for Sally Lucas over the last couple of weeks. Of course, I probably should have saved that, Barry, until you've saved us a few dollars with some of the hot deals. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how we go. Well, see if I earn my keep. All right, where are the hot deals this week? Look, I came across a, a Kimberley fishing expedition and I thought that'd be um, something that might interest a select audience. Uh, it's 15 of October departure, but it's got a sail on until the 30th of June. So just something a little bit different. APT, they've got their Europe on sale. It finishes, their early bird for 2024 finishes on the 30th of June. So if you're thinking about that or going to Europe, doing a river cruise or something like that, maybe get in now and start looking. I thought I'd mention on the cruising theme, Disney are come, actually coming to Australia this year again. Oh, Walt's making an appearance. Walt's making <laughs> a... So the Disney cruises. So 
that's particularly good for the tiny tots and grandparents, parents and Yeah, I'm going to make a wild stab that families are their core market there. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I am. <laughs> no, no, I think you're pretty well on the money there. And then finally, um, our New Zealand neighbours, uh, Grand Pacific Tours have got a sale where they're including a free night and um, there's some other discounts on some North Island tours. So a little bit for everyone there that's close to home. All right. If we can't find something there, we're probably not looking hard enough. Barry, some great deals there and, and a great look earlier on through some of the cruise ships as well. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll keep that in mind as we head to the uh, travel agent very soon. Thank you for your time, mate. You have a great week and I'm sure we'll hear from you next time Sally is on holidays, which, as we all know, won't be too far away. Exactly, Mark. Thank you. There he is, Barry Warwick, filling in for Sally Lucas, who will be back next Friday for you on Talking Travel. 